Hello, everybody out there, all my friends and family in podcast land. This is Scotty Carlisle, and thank you for tuning in to the Move Podcast. Today, there's been something on my mind for at least eight hours by now. I woke up at about two o'clock in the morning, I couldn't sleep, and my mind was just running, thinking about work, thinking about my family, thinking about my house, thinking about different responsibilities and obligations, figuring out what I should do, coming up with a battle plan. But you see, I didn't come up with any solid answers because at two o'clock in the morning, you're still in kind of a fog, even though your mind is at full mass. You're still kind of at a fog. You're still kind of half mast, even though you're full mast. So, but what I was thinking about are thoughts themselves. And I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this because I think there are a lot of people in the same boat. And if you bear with me for a few minutes, I am going to touch my toes into the fringe of my own understanding regarding thoughts and thinking and the role that it plays in our lives. You know, one of the last memories that I had with my father was he had this epiphany. He had heard a quote and he had kept a little journal and he had told me, I want you to see this. So I looked at it, it says, your thought leads to your attitude. Your attitude leads to your actions. Your actions make way for your character and your character determines your destiny. I'm sure you've heard that. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're out there listening and consuming a bunch of different knowledge, a bunch of different perspectives and this one I had heard before. I had seen it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, I, I understand that. My dad's just figuring something out that I've already known for a little bit, you know. That's how presumptuous I was. Naive. And I didn't give it a lot of thought because it was just kind of like a cliche. Like, oh, it's a cliche. I already seen it. Yeah, of course that. Of course your thoughts determine your destiny. Duh, any any dodo brain that can understand that. Well, the more you think about that, the more layers of depth you have in understanding. So, in my opinion, thinking resembles a toy, a wind-up toy. 
When I was a kid, I had a little evil Knievel. And you can go zoom, 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 zoom. And you point it in a direction and it takes off. And usually we'd, you know, run it right into a wall or make it jump over, you know, some other, either maybe an animal or run it into an animal and then you see the cat jump and, you know, stupid things like that. So I liken our thoughts and the process of thinking to that wind-up toy. When we get entry into this thing we call life, I think our creator, zoom, 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 wound up our mind, wound up our thoughts. And from the day we're born, we start developing more thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts because we get more information. The process of thinking is not something you really have control over. I've talked about this before. Try not to think. Let's see how long that lasts. Just do it. You're driving in the car right now or you're hanging out and you're sitting down. Try not to have a thought, literally. Just, I'll wait. You're probably thinking about not having a thought. So your mind is wound up. Just understand that. It's wound up. And the responsibility that your mind has in the process of thinking is for your survival. You are constantly processing, or your mind is constantly processing potential threats and potential pleasures. So one side, we don't wanna get killed. On the other side, we wanna procreate. We wanna continue our bloodline, continue our species. So our mind is a weapon. Well, there is a person I listen to a lot. His name is Sadhguru, and he has a lot of really poignant, insightful wisdom that I feel like I've learned, you know, from a couple of things that he said. And one of the things is his understanding of the mind, or at least what he's communicated. And he likens our thoughts, our intellect, as a knife. It likes to cut, it likes to dissect, it likes to analyze. It's always looking for something to uncover threats or pleasure. And I believe that if you're listening to this, just having an awareness that no matter what happens, you're going to have thoughts. They're gonna come in and they're gonna go out and they're gonna come in and then they're gonna go out. And as long as you have an awareness that this is happening regardless of your control, you have a lever to pull so it doesn't affect you as negatively as it possibly could. What I mean by that, you might have a thought, a bad thought of, let's just say, kicking a cat. 
Hopefully you don't do that. Hopefully I didn't put that thought into your mind and you want to go do it now. So that's not it. But just think it's a bad thought. Well, if you don't understand that you're constantly generating thoughts no matter what, you might connect and dig your feet, dig your claws into that thought and then start thinking all these other things as a result of that. I'm a bad person because I thought about kicking a cat. Only bad people think bad thoughts like that. I am no good. Or it could go the other way. Now you're thinking about kicking a cat. Now it it shows up in other ways in your life as far as maybe you're talking to your boss or you think he's a jerk and now you're picturing him as a cat. Now you're wanting to kick him. Now you're angry. Now you're you're irritable. Now there's all these things. It's like a domino effect. You just hit one and it'll just continue to progress. That is its job. It is to continue to progress. Now, if you have the understanding that our minds are like a wind-up toy and they're going to go no matter what, then inherently in that analogy, you'll understand that when you're holding that wind-up toy, you can put it in any direction that you want. You can turn it into a, a, a brick wall. You can point it in a way where there's nothing in its way and it's going to go as far as possible. You can point it in a way where it's going to hit an animal or hit your little brother or your little sister or you have control over that. Now, there are a lot of practices that different cultures and people have put into play in order for us to capture or harness the power of our mind without it affecting us as bad. And one of those ways is meditation. Now, meditation is not clearing your mind where you're not thinking of anything, as far as my understanding. How I understand meditation is it is an awareness. And by having an awareness, it's as if that wound up toy, you're able to put in neutral just for a second. So it's not continuing to take you into a direction. You can literally just sit in one place and you're still having thoughts. The mind is still wound up. You're not going to stop that. However, by allowing thoughts to come in and then leave without developing any attachment to those thoughts, for example, kicking an animal and then resembling your boss resembling that animal and kicking your boss and then, you know, so there's all these other negative things that come from it. You literally can allow it to come in and leave and not affect you emotionally. So you're going to have thoughts no matter what. There is, I think it's Patton that says 95% of what happens is the way you react and only 5% is actually what happens. So our reactions really dictate 
our happiness and our success in life. So anybody that's listening to this, I just want to get out that message that you may be having a lot of thoughts. It may be frustrating. You may have negative thoughts. Now let's talk about that for a second. I'm not good enough. There's no way I can possibly be successful. This project is over my head. My neighbor's a freaking jerk. My boss sucks. I'm not making enough money. That person over there is giving me a dirty look. I know that Margaret's talking behind my back. Every facet of life you can be negative, you can have a negative thought about. This is where there's another way of molding and shaping your success and your future. And that is by affirmations. So in case somebody's new to podcasts, one of my heroes as, a, as an adult is a guy named Tim Ferriss. And he has a show called The Tim Ferriss Show, which is a podcast and has really had a profound effect on me as a person and me as a thought generator. He has, uh, he was also a wrestler, so I always automatically have a lot of respect for anybody that's wrestled because I know that uh, they can get their asses kicked and be humble in that and take away the benefit. So, and he's done that a lot in different research projects and he's had a lot of world-class people on his podcast where he dissects their daily rituals and routines that had made them become so successful. And he'll always ask them about a book they've read that has affected their life. And so I'll listen to his podcast and I'll listen to these people that he interviews and then they'll mention a book that profoundly affected them and then I'll go get that book and then I'll read the book or I'll listen to it and on and on and on. So I've read so many books. I've heard so much great insight from people that have made it to world-class level from Tim Ferriss. So Tim Ferriss, you're badass. Um, at one day, maybe I'll be able to, to talk to you. Um, face-to-face would be better. Uh, but however, you know, it'd be great to, to just shoot the shit with you, man. Um, but either way, he interviewed this guy named Jim Laird. Jim Laird is a, I guess he'd be a life coach. He's an athletic coach. He's, a, he's worked with 17 world champions, and that's from different sports. But he went down this road regarding self-talk and how it relates to performance in world-class athletes. And listening to that podcast, there's a couple of things that, really changed my understanding of life, it's that good. One is I've always thought that our most precious resource is time because it's very limited. We're only here for a blink. After listening to that podcast, I now think there's a different resource that is even more precious than time. And that's energy. So if you're tired 
if you're irritable, if you're angry, if you're stressed, if you lack sleep, and you spend five hours studying algebra, you're probably not gonna do very well on a test. On the other side, if you have 30 minutes and you're full of energy and vigor and you can sit and focus and you're probably going to do a lot better and you can relate that and there's probably better analogies out there for that but the point is is that energy is our most precious resource so what are things that we can do to increase our energy well one of the takeaways from that is a lot of it comes down to purpose. But where do you glean purpose from? Where does it, does it just fall out of the sky and land on your head? And then, oh, I got purpose now. That's not usually what happens. Well, he did some, some research and he had, he was working with these different athletes and one of the things he did was he put a microphone on them and told them to, Talk to him and say out loud whatever thoughts were, were they were having at the moment. And so people would be in the middle of their athletic event and they would be talking out loud as they're talking to themselves. And then Jim Laird took that data and he extrapolated that when people are talking to themselves in this way, many times this is the effect. Well, if you can make that connection then you could re also reverse engineer that. If, if we get these people to talk to themselves in this way, we could bring about this result. And then he put that into play. And he's got a couple of scenarios where these people really completely changed their perspective. One guy who is a, uh, an ice, ice skater, I don't, I'm not sure what they're called, but basically on skates and they race. They're, they're skate racers sorry for being dumb regarding whatever that is called <laughs> but this guy hated doing the 5,000 meter race and he said you know what we're going to change that perspective we're going to make you love this and so he had him do what's called affirmations and most of you guys probably already understand what affirmations are anyway but I'm going to just throw it at you anyway in case you don't there's probably a couple of you so Affirmations are just words, but they're repeated in a way to bring about some type of result. So they're basically using your words to send you in a specific direction and get a certain result. For example, what this guy did with that particular athlete is he made him write every day I love the 5,000 yard sprint or race. I love, and what eventually happened, the athlete was like, nah, I don't think that's gonna happen, boss. I don't like that. It hurts, it takes a long time. And again, I'm paraphrasing of what I, I'm making assumptions of what was going on in his mind. I don't actually know, but he's telling, this guy, Jim Laird, I don't think so. Well, the tides turned. And eventually, 
he was starting to get a knack for this 5,000 yard race. And then after getting a knack for this 5,000 yard race, he started to excel. And excel in a way where they likened it to the first time somebody broke into the four minute mile, how that was thought that it, nobody could ever do it. Then somebody did it. And this guy who hated this 5,000 yard race ended up doing the equivalent of that in that particular race and then beat that and beat that and beat that and then just kept on excelling. Now, if you're out there and you're like, that bullshit, maybe it is, but maybe it's not. If you're having some type of negative thoughts in your life, and it doesn't matter what it is. Look, we all have negative thoughts. It's You can't escape that as being a human. But if you have a negative thought in a particular arena of your life, whether it's relationship, whether it's financial, emotional, it doesn't matter. Physical, these negative thoughts. There are ways to combat that. Try affirmations. Just do it. See what happens. In my opinion, from listening to what I've I've heard, you know, from a, a number of different resources. Coming back to that wind-up toy, zoom, zoom, zoom. As long as you understand that it's already wound up, you have the ability to control where you pick up that wind-up toy and where you put it down. It's your choice. And by repeating affirmations, I'm not saying it's gonna fix all your problems. Please don't get that. You're still gonna have problems. Things are still gonna suck. But what I am saying is that it can help point your mind into a better direction. It's not gonna overnight. I don't believe that. But I do believe over time, using affirmations can help develop you as a person into a more positive arena of life. I challenge you to sit with yourself for five minutes and think about the way you view life. Think about your job. Think about your family. Think about your spirituality. Think about your future and just ask yourself how am I doing here how are my thoughts sitting regarding this subject again the first step in my opinion is awareness many people aren't aware of their own self-talk. We all talk to ourselves in different manners. Sometimes the thoughts that we have and the self-talk that we use are very self-deprecating. I can't do this. You're not good enough. You're a jerk. Well, Sometimes those voices are not actually your voices. 
You see, sometimes when we grow up, we have people in our lives that have had a profound impact. Maybe it was your uncle. Maybe he's saying, Atta boy, good job, you can do anything. Maybe it was a different uncle that said, you suck, man. Get up, stop being such a wimp. Pull yourself up, you're never gonna amount to nothing. Come on, get up. You might have a sibling that says, you're stupid. You're ugly. What happens is we hear those voices and those people might have came in your life and then have left your life. But their voice, you've adopted as your own. So I want you to listen. I want you to listen to your thoughts. I want you to listen to your self-talk. And just be aware that it does exist. And that no matter what, our minds are wound up. Just like that wind up toy, our minds are going to go to work and it is going to work to protect us. It's a matter of survival. When you have thoughts that are less than ideal thoughts, do not marry those thoughts. Let them come in and let them leave. As fast as they came in is as fast as they'll leave and it's okay. We all have choices to make being a human being. We all have pains and we all have the ability to suffer tremendously. But we also have the capacity for bliss. The way that you manage your thoughts, the level of awareness that you have regarding how you think and what level of self-talk you're listening to and committing to and connecting to, all of those will have a profound effect on what happens with your life and what you're able to do for others' lives. It is my opinion that we're all here as a way of a great puzzle. And in order for us to figure out this puzzle, we need to be aware of what pieces we're using. The way that you think about life is the way your actions will very soonly take you. If you're struggling in a certain area, take stock. Be aware of those words and how they're affecting you. And then take action. Think about an affirmation that will exactly counteract that negative thought. For example, life sucks and everything is stacked against me right now. We all have thoughts similar to that, I think. Write down, not just thinking it out loud, Write it down. And again, that interview with Jim Laird, he does a very good job at explaining 
why you want to write it down instead of just thinking. It forces you to sit with that particular thought for a longer period, which further brands it into your way of being. He has a lot better way of explaining that. But write your affirmation down. In that case, I would write something like, I am a champion, I am loved, and I am here to be the best thing that I can possibly be. Or, I am loved, and I am meant for success. And I will do great things, regardless of my obstacles. When you write this affirmation down, be as sincere with yourself as possible. Don't just write words and I'm like, eh, well, this is gonna work. Or he said it, I don't believe it's gonna happen. I'll write it down anyway and, and we'll see. I, I bet this is bullshit. So don't do that. Think about it, write it down and be as sincere as possible and try to believe what you're saying. And yes, there will be resistance. And your mind, that self-talk, hey, it's been sitting on your shoulder for how long now? You're not just gonna snap like this and completely change the way you think about things. No, you're not. But you will, over time, make a change. It will affect you. It will impact what you do. It will impact how you think. There are many negative things out in the world. There are many negative things that are constantly bombarding our inbox, demanding our attention. There's divisive strategies. There's so many different things that are even outside our understanding, or at least my understanding. And what you have control over are very few things. You don't have control over your mind. It's going to think. It's already wound up. You're not going to stop it. It's wound up and it's going to continue to go. Just understand that it is your choice. It is your responsibility, but it is also your choice on how you will think, how you will let your thoughts affect you. Dealing with your thoughts is a lot like a judo throw. You're going to have the thoughts. The judo player is going to come after you. And you have the ability on resisting or you have the ability of moving with the momentum and using its force against it. When thoughts come into your mind, don't fight it. Don't push back. Let them come. And then as soon as they come, allow them the way out the door. Do not hold on to it. Do not get emotionally attached and do not let it offend you or affect you in a negative manner. If you do get affected in a negative manner, take inventory and be aware. That is the first step. Be aware, understand that your self-talk makes an impact. Write affirmations to direct your success. And then the last but not least is let other people know. Let other people know. Not everybody understands this. Not everybody has heard this. Uh, you might think that this is all poppycock, and that's okay. Um, try it anyway, and I would love to hear your results. 
I'd love to hear if your life has changed. I'd love to hear if your thoughts have changed. My bet is that it will. So I will also incorporate this. And I think on that note, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. And I would love to hear any questions or concerns. And if there's something that I missed, please let me know. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Move Podcast. I'm Scotty Carlisle, and I love you, but I'm going to have to leave you. <laughs>